Hello, hello. Hey, how are you? All right, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Carl Jones. I work for the Greenleaf Pensary. I'm one of the head growers of the Department of Cultivation. Yes, yes. Tell us how long you've been in the marijuana industry. Just give us a little rundown of your background and your history in the uh, cannabis <laughs> business. Yeah, uh, so I've been around the cannabis industry for about seven to eight years. Uh, I've been growing weed in that for about seven of those eight years. All right. That and first what's your... year was basically me learning. Okay, and what were some of the biggest surprises you learned by just, you know, growing the weed and being in the industry with the growing part? Uh, with the growing part, the, the timing. I didn't know that would be, it would be like a short period of time of like nine weeks. I thought it would be much longer. I thought mm-hmm. it would be like 30, 30 I just, I'd be like, like 20 to 23 weeks of like flowering, but realization it only takes the nine to seven weeks. So like in realization, like if you were starting off like a new industry, like a new dispensary business, it just, you could start making money within the first three months. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What is some of your favorite strains in marijuana? Well, right now I'm smoking on this white papaya OG. Uh, It's pretty (laughs) good right now. Did you grow Uh, that yourself? Is that your own dispensary or your personal stash? Oh no, the dispensary grown. Um, I usually try all the weed before I even put it on the shelves to make sure that they get the quality marijuana for my customers. So I get try get no complaints. Are you an indica or sativa kind of guy? I'm an indica. Uh, I'm an indica because I like to be in the couch, and hybrid probably <laughs> thing. Okay, and. What kind of products do you prefer? Like, how, which way do you prefer to, you know, ingest your marijuana? Well, I'm kind of a lazy guy, so pre-rolls are probably the best way to go for me because it's already rolled up like a cigarette sometimes, already ready to go, ready to rip, ready to hit. All right, let's talk about some of the merchandise in your store. Let's talk about um, some of the actual products you, the cannabis products you guys carry in store. So yeah, right now we carry um, product-wise, we have hats, uh, we have um, a bunch of, uh, we have our own now pre-roll papers, so that's a really cool thing. Oh, so cool. instead of like working with uh, zigzags or raws or o- OCBs, we have our own papers that we have our own products on with our own you filters. You guys pre uh, rolled cones? Oh yeah, uh, we don't have our own pre-rolled cones because those are kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. So when we make, so when we use our, we have a pre-roll machine to dislude that. So any paper we choose to use will be used on that pre-roll machine. Oh, okay, okay, it's awesome. What are some of the top sellers right now, strain-wise? Um, it's funny you said that. So the other day we had a meeting, and I just found to find out that the first, the uh, best, number one thing right now this month is our pre-roll is our pre-roll white papaya OG. Is a strain. Oh, so- right you're smoking the most popular thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I can see why it's popular. Let's talk about the layout of the store. Okay, so the layout of the store is kind of like a, a pirate, uh, I got a boat theme. So I live on an island called Nantucket, 30 miles off the coast of Cape Cod. 
And basically, we wanted to go and have a, a, a island themed because we live on an island. So let's go with pipe. Let's go with like a ship. So if you go inside the Green Lady, right now it's uh February, so it's a lot of it's a lot of Valentine's Day going on right now. With a little mixture of Black History Month, but usually you'll see like seashells, some sand, um, some barrels with some like our weed product on top of it for design. Our display case, you'll see every strain of our top shelf marijuana. Um, you'll see our sizable pre-rolls. You see our gummies, the packaging. You'll see all of that inside the casings. Have you seen an increase in sales for edibles? Absolutely. Um, at number one, uh, back in the day, was edible sales of uh, a gummies, orange mimosas. Those were the top tier because of the percentage of THC that we put inside. And then once we find out we can put more, our number one after that was our Camps Award winning um, gummy chews, which are uh, cherry, strawberry cherries, or rosin chews. We call them rosin chews. And those were our number one seller. We Every time they hit the shelves from 500 packets, they'd be going in probably two to five days. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, tell me more about the colors in the store. Okay, so the colors are basically um, green, green and white. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically just green and white. Um, I'm going to make sure like a little blue in there. Um, yeah, so like everything's all brand new, so like the wood's all new. So if you like walk inside, you're basically kind of walking inside like a pirate ship. You would feel like inside like a like a deck. All righty, let's talk about how actually the security to go through to get in the door. I, I've actually visited, but I I would like for you to explain in the interview what getting in through the door is like through security. Oh, oh yeah, sure. So once you get to the door, you'll be at the window. Um, once you get to the window, you have to show. 20, uh, proof of ID or a state ID or or anything a government official federally officially given to you like a, a birth certificate or a passport. If you give any of the things or items to the first guy at the window the man's going to let you in. He's going to review it, give it back to you at the second window, let you inside do the second door. Once you get to the second door and once you get to your products that you want Show your ID one more time to the bud tender so she can check it, and then the product will be right to you. And is it 18 or 21 to get in? 21. Like alcohol. Oh. Okay. Is it like a law? Hmm? And I, I, no. How do you guys uh, decide which products to use in the store? Like, how do you guys rotate? Like, who decides what and... Do you guys all vote on it? Like, tell us the process on how you guys choose what product to pick for the store. So when it comes to, like, things like that, we do have meetings about that. Uh, we try and look online. We try and just explore other dispensaries, see, like, what's the newest trends that's going on right now to see, like, where can we fit in to see what can we do with that. So that being said, 
um, right now where we're going to try some um, liquid drinks for the summertime and also we're trying these new cart flavors. Okay, so that's what's, that's what's trending for the next summer is more liquid drinks. I did see that. I was doing research about that, and I've seen an, a, a huge, huge uptake in um, cannabinoid liquid drinks. And you and I actually have been to cannabis events and had them. So could you imagine, like, how that's going to sell? Oh, yeah, because trust me, people would rather digest it than smoke it. Yeah, people love eating and eating and uh, drinking it besides smoking it for sure. Mm-hmm. How strong are your drinks going to be? Because I remember the drinks that we had consumed were about, I think, 500 or 1,000 milligrams. So super intense stuff. Are you guys going to be that high with your milligrams and THC? Unfortunately, we work with the CCC and they give us a limit on how much product we could, how much cannabis we could put in certain, in certain products. So Correct, because you guys are also a medical, you're just not recreational. No, we are both. We're both. Yeah, you're both. Radio. Yeah. So we we have a limit. So, as the medical side, we can probably go up to like two hundred milligrams. But for the recreational side, I bet I bet we have to go like fifty milligrams. Wow. And how do you feel about the disparities when it comes to medical and uh, recreational? When it comes to like the laws? Well, I kind of look at it this way: if we were in the West Coast, none of this would be happening. <laughs> literally literally you know why because they don't really care why? about our lives like that they kind of give a little bit more freedom where at east coast you know, they give they give us a thing of a, 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 a facade of freedom but like yep not. I, I totally agree i think like during this course specifically it's just like so many unnecessary rules for a plant it's just oh, yeah. every everyone wants their peace. Everyone's fighting. And it kind of makes me want to get into like more political things to help and be better because they're pushing this crazy agenda. I don't want to get off to- topic off the interview, but yes. <laughs> but no, yeah, clearly, yeah. You know, it's been going on for years. You know I mean? The war on yeah. drugs, you know, was like the first catalog of this, like locking up black. Look how much money they made off of people having a dub. Uh, like a dub, a twenty gram, of and weed. still got and them then, in jail, and still, still got yeah, them in jail. Next to like pedophiles, rapists, and child molesters, and kill actual killers, you want to put them in the same building with them. But the the task force, of Baltimore's task force, the gun task force, those guys got like twelve, seven years. Like what? Make that make sense? And they are the ones who are to take the drugs and the guns, take them off the streets, and they ones to put them back on the streets. Make that make sense. <laughs> I mean, we know where we are, America, yeah. so it's not going to make sense. It's not going to make yeah. sense. Yeah, you know, it is what it is, but I ain't blind. I'm just high. What What do you see for yourself as a future? What do you actually, all right, let me ask you this. Two questions. First, what do you see yourself doing in about five to ten years in the cannabis industry? Probably having my own um, business working in like a either like a own cannabis lounge or just like still growing weed, but just giving, selling weed to dispensaries. That's awesome. And what do you, what are your hopes for the cannabis industry as a whole in the future? Um, this is, that's a two part question. So I'll give it to you the first part. Uh, number one, we need to stop having fe- uh, federal taxes on marijuana and just, you know, taxes regularly like normal, like normal drugs. 
Um, and number two, I would like people who are charged with marijuana crimes for non-violent crimes to be out of prison because I don't believe they deserve to be in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Like, with the pharmaceutical companies, do they pay taxes on, like, the drugs that they, they sell to us? Uh, I doubt it. Yeah. I want to know what, what's charged on those taxes when it comes to marijuana. Right. And also, federal banks need to have uh, mar- marijuana cash in their banks allow them. If fe- if fe- yes, uh, I was, I was, that's what I was uh, about to bring up. can have the same bank account put in there and killing people. I was just about to bring that up. I think that federally it needs to catch up. I was really hoping that, you know, our president right now would have made that happen before he was out, but he did not do it. Hopefully we have a progressive, you know, president the next time who's going to push for this. Because as we had shown us, we're not going to talk about the other stuff, Carl, don't bring that up on here. But but it would have been really great if he would have just pushed for that because it needs to be passed so quickly on a federal level only for the fact that it's it's hurting small dispensary businesses all mm. around town. And I see that. And it's you they're fighting the black market. If the black market is taking cat, you know, card and cash, so do you guys. So for them to be yeah. holding up with all the nonsense, it's going to end up hurting the dispensaries in the long run and they have to catch up with the they got to catch up with the times. They just have to. Yeah, they know what they're doing, you know what I mean? Once again, they're just using this as like a political ploy to like, yo, vote for me. You know exactly. Like at every moment of time, you've been in off that man's been in office for like three years now. He could have just cauterized it and like up. Oh. You know what I mean? But nope, he just wants to use it as like a fucking uh his hanging apple tree. Like, do you want it? Do you want it? Yeah, do you want it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like move me, move me. Like, grab it, grab it. You gotta grab it. You're not grabbing it in time. That's exactly how it feels like yeah, every single yeah. time. Yeah. Every single time. And it really shouldn't be like my nigga, you were there for three years. The fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. Made that shit law, but yeah, you were just fucking sitting around, walking around, literally, just eating ice cream, my nigga. This is all right. Well, sign off again, letting us know your name and the company. Oh yeah, sure. So once again, I'm Carl Jones. I'm one of the head growers of the Green Lady Dispensary, and um, yeah. If you ever, if you guys are ever in Nantucket, feel free to stop at the Green Dispensary. If you're ever in Boston, what's the one name in Boston? Oh, uh, it, it's in Newton. Oh, Newton. What's the one? What's the name of it? No, oh, the Green Lady. Oh, the Green Lady. Oh, same thing. Okay, Green Ladies in Newton and Green Lady in Nantucket. If you guys are ever there, stop in. Thank you so much, Carl, for joining. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. My name is Kim. This is from uh, Lim College Cannabis Retail. Thank you. Thank you, too. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
The most crucial thing about the interview to me were the products at hand, like the most important things were the strains, what they like. Doing your homework is really imperative when you're running a business like this. You need to know what's going on and staying on top of things. I think another brilliant thing they do for marketing and merchandising is having their own pre-roll paper. I think when you have customized products like that, that consumers you know, they think about you more. For me, for sure, when I think about a company and a brand, if they have their own thing, I want everything from them. I want weed from them. I want the roles from them. I want everything from them. So I like the idea of that.